0: Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again everyone and welcome to Belmont Banter. And tonight, I say tonight because it's uh, eight o'clock on a Wednesday evening, we've got Gary Carter here. Gary, how are you, mate? Hi, Tone. I'm good,
1: thanks. How are you?
0: Yeah, very well. What I want to do with you this evening, buddy, is uh, start off with your sort of earliest recollection of football. like When you was a kid, who got you first involved? And then how did that progress through to your current involvement with Wittsville Town?
1: Yeah, I think as a kid, you start out... Um, <laughs> Playing football for your school team as you do. I played, uh, I went to Swellcliffe School. Uh, I played, always played a year up when I was there. And then I got involved with a local team called Millstreet Rovers. Mm-hmm. So that was you know, like the Brian Jameson days. Um, a lot of my friends as well, some, some that are known to the club were like to, you know, Stuart Wilkinson, um, Sam Gamble, Tim Sells, Tony Sibley, his brother Matt Sibley. All of us were involved with them. And then after. That, as, as, as I come into like adult years, just to skip a few, my mother-in-law used to run the Pearsons pub down in Whitstable. So I wanted to get back into adult football. Uh, so we run a team for them. And then that went on to become Monument PFC, as it is now, I believe still, with uh, Steve Hardy and Sam Gamble, still involved with them. And then after that was when my interest with Whitstable Town sort of was reborn i suppose through my son who, who wanted to play football when when he become well under eights basically that, that that was when we got involved with whitstable town the early years was when the youth sort of joined with the seniors yes. and then and then as i'm sure you'll go on in a minute of uh, how that sort of progressed
0: how did you actually end up getting into coaching then because you very very quietly just skipped over your playing career and you're
1: now yeah. talking about co- coaching. Yeah, I was, um, if I'm honest, I, was, I had to hang the boots up when I was 30 because of injuries, as in slip disc, torn hamstring. Basically, every time I looked at a football, I was getting injured and it was just becoming more irritating rather than, you know, enjoying the game anymore. But when, like I say with Archie, he, he, wasn't, he was a very shy child, but he loved football. And for me to get him into football was to take him along to a training session, which um, a friend of mine, Barry Knowles, he said to me, why don't you bring Archie to one of Whitstable's training sessions? And at the time I said, oh, I think it'll be a bit too full on for him. But he said, no, you. Will, he will love it. It's so relaxed. And when, and when we got there, I kid you not, Archie would not get out of the car. Until I said, it's just me and him having a kickabout. And then once I got him out of the car, I saw the coach. Um, his name is Tony at the time. He could see what was going on. And he connected with us straight away. And all I did was I kicked my football out into the into the middle of where they were. And I said to Archie, go and get the ball. So he got that. And Tony, the coach at the time, asked my Archie, do me a favour, mate. Can you be, uh, they was playing the crab game. It's like bulldog for kids, but with a football. And they have to pretend to be crabs and go side to side. The moment Archie got involved with that, I couldn't get him back quick enough each week. And I thought, that's it. That's the kid that I was at that age. He fell in love with it instantly. So that's uh, that's the start of my story with uh, Westable Town as a uh, coaching.
0: So that was like under eight, you say?
1: Yeah, under eight, yeah. Once he was involved with that, the coach... Then and still is now, actually, Sarah Cousins. And she invited us over and she asked me, like, you know, background of football, would I like to help out? And I said, Yeah, yeah well, I'd, I'd love to sort of get involved again. And because I'd had to sort of stop playing relatively early, you know, I know I'm saying 30, but it was relatively early. I always wanted, and I said to my wife time and time again, I'd love to coach kids' football. Because I, I don't want to just sort of walk away from the game, I, I'd like to give something back if I can. Having my son massively interested in it, I thought, what, what, a, you know, there's no better time to do it. But you know, good chance to do this now. And then um, speaking with Sarah, she put me in touch with you know people in the club. Happily paid for me to do my badge, so I went and done my level one, and uh, yeah, got got involved and then invested in the club massively, should we say?
0: I, I know. Uh, there's not a blade of grass around the ground that you haven't touched, or a nail that you haven't ham- hammered in. I know that. I know that.
1: But yeah, I know that's, that's,
0: that. becomes the lifeblood of the club. The stuff you do, people don't yeah. talk about it much, but it's all there for everyone to see.
1: I think when it when it comes to like working down the ground, you know the, the stuff we do down there. You don't you don't do it for. You don't want gratification from people you don't want everyone to go oh guys you've done this you've done that yeah. you, you don't care about it you do it you just when you get this invested in the club as such with my whole family like mandy my wife abby my daughter archie my son they're so heavily involved in that club you just do it and there's no there's no reason to it you know like i said you, you don't want people to say oh well done this well done that i'm not after that you it's just something you do you, you just find the time to do it, I suppose.
0: Yeah, you do. And all of a sudden it creeps up on you. You are not, you don't realise how immersed you become, do you?
1: No, exactly, yeah. You, you kind of feel swamped, I suppose. But then you think, well, actually, it does take over a bit, but not in a bad way. Because mm. you look at some things in the ground, for instance, like, I'm, I'm currently doing out the um, committee room toilets, even though I'm... You know, it's, it's the time of year where I work in schools and stuff like that because they're all off. I'm, my business is, you know, stupidly busy, but it's always in my head. I need to get that committee room toilet done. You know, I need to get down there in my spare time. I need to get down there and do this and do that. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but you know, it's good for the community, I suppose. But luckily, like I say, my whole family are are behind me with it and uh, we just, just get it done, I suppose.
0: I think you've hit the nail on the head when you said community because uh, Chairman Steve Clayton is, he's invested his time effort and you know his family's uh, involvement with the club fantastically. I mean they're all involved as well, aren't
1: they? Oh yeah, yeah um, I suppose when when I first got involved, you don't realize you know how much of a, how much of a beast it is to feed. I think that's the the best way I can describe it. It is constant. And it is, luckily, and I know I I do say about my family being around me, and it's good, Archie's friends, you know, some of them that are in the team, he also goes to school with. One of them is Steve's son, Ollie, as well. He's really good friends with Archie. So it is half the battle as well. You know, they go down to the club together. They love it there. Absolutely love it there. And I'm, I don't know, working away in, one of the uh, I don't know, one of the toilets doing a floor or digging foot in for one of the classrooms anything like that. I haven't got to worry about my time with Archie over a weekend because I know he's there having the time of his life with his friends in the same environment as me.
0: How do you fit in time with the kids then when's your night or time for training?
1: Right so I'm the under 13 boys um, Kent you flee? Uh, manager, so that's Wednesday nights, and I'm also the under 12s girls, which is training on Thursday nights. Uh, I got involved with the girls' team because my niece plays for them, um, and unfortunately, the previous manager just couldn't do it anymore. So I didn't want to see the team sort of disappear, diminish, anything, anything like that. So I said I'd, I'd step up, and luckily, one of the girls' parents, which is Aaron Jarvis, has. Come on board as well, and he's currently doing his level one at the moment. So he is literally one of the guys that are ready for stepping in if I can't be there because next year is going to be a bit of a little, uh, uh, a bit of a logistical problem because they both play on Sundays, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Unfortunately, with the girls' leagues at the moment, I could be going off to Maidstone and then. I've got to be back for a two o'clock kickoff for Archie in Ramsgate or Deal or something like that after they've played at 10 o'clock. And it's it's the whole day. So hopefully it won't be many of them. But the ones that are, I've got Aaron there to step up and, and take the girls for me in the morning while I'm with the boys in the afternoon.
0: OK, and we've spoken about the boys, but um, what about your daughter? I mean, uh, I know for a fact that she's now become involved with a, with a football club, not only helping out around
1: the ground, but also, yeah.
0: well, well, you tell the story. Come on, you tell us what's happening.
1: Right, OK. Uh, so, Abby, she started playing football. And she played for Tankerton, who... Uh, sorry, she started playing for Tankerton when in 2018, 2019. She was under 14 at the time. She had to stop playing because, unfortunately, she dislocated her knee. But she didn't do playing football. She did roller skating. She <laughs> so went back to playing football and then dislocated a knee twice after that playing football and it turns out she has got a a problem with her knee that she was born with Uh, they say surgery could sort it out but there's no guarantee so she's basically got a grown-up head on her and said I don't think I want to risk it because there's no guarantee of it being great afterwards where I can go and play football again or am I going to walk properly again afterwards it doesn't hurt her it doesn't affect her day-to-day life She can do running. It's more impact that's the problem. So she, I think, is is just like me and said, I want to stay involved with football. So we introduced her into um, becoming a coach and now she runs the under-10s girls for Whistamore, which is good. And um, last week, I believe, they won their tournament and the first season together as girls, they won their... I know it's non-official, but they did win their, their league as such. Brilliant. So for her first season, I, I, I couldn't be more proud of her, really. She's she's absolutely smashed it. She's amazing. Absolutely Brilliant. amazing.
0: Brilliant. And now there's another step forward, isn't there?
1: There is. There is. She's going into sixth form in September. She's going and she's studying sports. She's studying criminology and forensics. But she does want to go down the route of... Sports physio, sports psychology, and she's recently got involved with our first team physio, Alice. And last night was her first night of uh, shadowing Alice, basically, uh, to go and basically see see what's done on the night. And um, she obviously did a good job because Alice has invited her back and she's going away to um, Saturday's game with, with Alice in her car. Abby doesn't even want to come in our car. She's going with Alice. That's that's how involved she is now. How nice is that? But well, you know, yeah, what? I, I just
0: caught a word with her briefly as she came came out from it last night, and I said to her, "Was it good?" She
1: went, "Brilliant, brilliant." Yeah, yeah, she loved it, absolutely loved it. So yeah, that's that's um, Abby heavily involved as well. Good. Okay.
0: Now with your your lads, um, Steve Chairman tells me that uh, you're you've got a bit of a challenge coming up because aren't they going into a different league or something?
1: Yeah, we've we've um what what the club have said they're doing um I suppose as a club ethos really what they said they're doing anything any any teams from under 13 upwards if, if there's two teams you'd have one at East Kent level and one at Kent Youth League level. So my boys are going into the Kent Youth League, um which is, is quite a challenge, but also on that it's, it's, it's always good to help when I'm talking to Lloyd at um, the first team games. And to be fair to Lloyd, he's sent me over quite a few of his um, like training schedules and things like that so I can scale it down, which helps me with my boys because not only does it get them playing obviously very well, but it's also trying to teach them this is the way the club should have us playing. If we got a chance of trying to progress into the first team, it's given us that little stepping stone, that head start at a very early age. You know, we, we play at this sort of level, this style of play, all the way through. If we can do that, then you've got a fighting chance of getting that, like basically the pathway to the first team.
0: Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is FibreTech UK Limited. So what age group is this going to be in the Kent League?
1: under 13s
0: wow it's a bit of a step up for your lads then
1: yeah 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 massive massive we've, we've, we've played a couple of games down at the Belmont as well which you know kids that age they they literally play the occasion love it down there absolutely love it we, we played two there we I think we won one lost one but that's football I'm afraid you, you you've got to learn to as much as all kids at that age love to win football I think it's massively important you need to learn how to lose yeah definitely
0: now i know yes. from the way that the fa moved youth football forward they started to change the sizes of the pitches and the size of the goals now are your lads playing on a full size pitch with our goals um
1: uh, not not that big no then um, i mean the belmont is actually quite a large pitch for there so it will come in not not a a great deal, but the goals that we use at the moment—they can be after playing full-size eleven-a-side goals, but yeah. they're called intermediate goals now. So it's it's between nine-a-side, eleven-a-side goals. Yeah. Not not a great deal in it, but enough to notice that you know it—it it doesn't scare the kids too much. Yeah. But you know, it, it's basically for a goalkeeper, for instance. It's you know when to come out and shut down the angles to yeah. don't find the net—that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's, it's it's not massive but noticeable.
0: You you actually um, almost beat me to it then because I was going to mention the goalkeeper with goals and everything. But yeah, yeah, that's the most daunting thing for you know any one of the eleven players on the pitch or the twenty-two is is the goal the size of the goal. If it's if it's too big, it's great for the attackers, but for the defenders and the goalkeeper, it's a nightmare, isn't it?
1: It is. And, and my goalkeeper, he's absolutely fantastic. And he's, all, he's almost like, I don't really need to do much with him because he goes to uh, just for keepers for, for coaching. Uh, I know that he's been doing a lot of work, uh, one-to-one work with um, Football Futures as well, with Josh and, and their boys. And he'll almost tell me what he's, he, what he needs to be doing at, at a certain point. And I said to him at the, the first game at the Belmont, I said to him, these kids are gonna to wanna to shoot at you from no matter where they are. And his response was, let them, let you. them, let them and see how I cope with it. And I thought that's, for, for a 12 year old kid, that's, that is some confidence to have. That's good. And I thought it was the best answer he could have given me.
0: Yeah, now if you're, if you don't, if you're not playing on the Belmont pitch, where's, where's your home pitch?
1: Uh, at the moment, it's Radfall up in Chessfield. I'm not sure if we're going to be using the archbishops or not, but I don't think the uh, pitches have been allocated yet. But it'll either be archbishops or Radfall for uh, Kent Youth League.
0: That's good. And, so,
1: uh, so I understand anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, s- just stepping slightly sideways but from from both of our mantras, we're I'm not involved with it. I don't think you are. Um, the difference in the pitch is absolutely amazing, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. Last night's game, for instance, um, I've got two older brothers. One of them comes down to the game quite a bit on Saturdays. And and last night, my middle brother, Steve, came to the game because he's really good friends with um, one of the Dover fans. He he follows them everywhere they go. And he said to him, "Um, just go down and watch the Whistle game tonight. Basically, catching a lift, I think. But he... He, uh, he lives in Bridge, so they, they come down and the first thing he said to me, he said, wow, he said, oh, I haven't seen this pitch since we was at school. But he said, it looks like a carpet out there. And I went, there's been a lot of work that's gone on on this pitch, a lot of money spent on this pitch. And he couldn't afford it last night. I mean, it was it, it is what it is with that pitch. It's, you're going to get the bumps and things everywhere. The, you know, yeah. I've always said about the the goal mouth, the, the mound in the in yeah, the goal I said that yeah. everyone talks about that, but it's a talking point for the Belmont pitch. And I love that. But he said, even with that, he said, look at it. it said, oh. The one thing he said to me, he said, I just want to go out there and take three kicks. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: It, it I'm does, not sure Lloyd
1: and that would like that, but you know,
0: <laughs> it, it does actually make you want to put your boots back on, doesn't it?
1: It does. It does. And that's how it was when I first started coaching. When you, When you're coaching the kids football, you think, oh, man, I miss this game. I do miss it. Yeah. But now, I'm on a three-week uh, three week break from uh, the kids' football for a summer break. I'm actually missing coaching the kids already, and we've only done one week.
0: That's crazy. But
1: it? it is crazy. But it, like I say, you have to hit that refresh button. You have to sort of have your summer break. You don't need to go and be kids for three weeks, then we get back on, back to it.
0: This, this is a question for you. You, you know, you can... Give a name call for a few mates now if you want. I'd like to know, Uh, down at the Belmont or indeed in Whitstable, when you played uh, for the Monument or whatever team you played with, who was the best player you played with?
1: Oof. You're
0: going to upset someone or you're going to please someone?
1: No, no, not at all. I'd have to probably say, and it's probably due to family connections, do you know what? I played more against him than with him. And I would have to say it was probably Stuart Wilkinson.
0: Yeah, good player, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah, really good
0: player.
1: Yeah, the wor- The well, not the worst, but for me, I hated going against him. Yeah, absolutely. When he was playing at, um, he was playing at Rising Sun. I've never seen when he's playing left back. I've never seen a player like him. He just, he just annoyed the hell out of me, Tony, If I'm honest, <laughs> he was, uh, he was amazing. But luckily. He's been a friend of mine since, I don't know, five, six years old, something like that. Yeah. So a, a long, long time.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I've seen a lot of him down the bill. obviously because, you know, his dad, Roger, I knew his dad, Roger, very yeah. well. Roger was on the committee when I was with them. And it yeah. was so tragic the way that Roger lost his life. It was horrible for, yeah. me, for the whole family. But, um, yeah, he was a he, he used to get down there a lot and watch uh, Stuart. Stuart was a really good player. I, I, I got a lot of time for the guy
1: oh sure yeah he's one of them one of them blokes that you don't hear from him for a couple of months and then all of a sudden when you do hear from him it's like you saw him yesterday Mm. yeah love the guy it was only the other night because when when we're down the Belmont, the home games especially because one of the other jobs i do down there is i'm like the the mascot or the ball boy ball girl monitor as such so i i I sort all the the kids out at the start and I, i make sure they go out with the right players, know where they're going on the pitch, that sort of thing. And as I finished that, I, I actually got a text from Stuart, and it and it said, "You're a bit old to be a mascot, aren't you?" <laughs> and as I looked up, he was standing over at the stand on the other side, just looking at me and smiling. I thought, "Well, that that's that's just him. He's brilliant." Yeah, it's like we was at school together yesterday. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's good. It's good.
0: Well, I've really enjoyed our chat this evening. It's been it's been fun. It's taken us down a little bit down your your sort of like...
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: it's been it's been good. And you're looking for, towards the future now, which is good, you know, with the youth. Exactly,
1: yeah. I
0: mean, the club now has got, what, 25, 26 teams, something like that? uh 24
1: or 25, 24, yeah. I believe. 27. Oh, sorry, Mandy just chipped in there. 27 teams, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Lovely little one. Thank you, Mandy, for that. 27, yeah. She's just like yeah. that,
1: straight in. <laughs> that's it, yeah. yeah. Well, that's... That's the job of Mandy. She's um registration secretary for all the youth teams, so uh, she will she will tell me how many teams are.
0: Now there you go. There again is more involvement with the family. You see. Yeah. It does get you once you get involved. Uh, unfortunately for me, my wife was is not interested in football at all. Not at all. Yeah. Even when I was chairman there, she only went to two games. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's not interested. She just she doesn't like football. It's one of those things. You know, yeah. Just yeah, that's, and you can't I force that, people, you know. It's no, life. you
1: can't. You can't. That's that's where I'm lucky. I think with with, with my family, I couldn't couldn't ask for any more. But well, I don't ask for anything actually. It's just what they they you want give, to do. What they give Everyone up. wants to do it. Yeah, yeah nice. absolutely.
0: Well, that has been good tonight. Um, I'm going to have you on again because uh, we want to go a bit more in depth about your football time, and you're going to tell me about yeah. family stuff and everything else as well. So that will be good. To, to, yeah, that'd be but, good. We'll wrap it up for tonight, Gary. And uh, well, from me here at Belmont Banter, and uh, Gary Carter on the other end of a Zoom call. It's a good night from me, and good night from Gary.
1: Lovely. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, a lot.
0: Gary. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fibre services to the telecoms industry, specialising in optical fibre provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter. For news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.